Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast, this one covering Season 5, Episode 5, titled, And the Firm Had Two Partners. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. And myself. It is just us two <laughs> here today. Uh, everybody else is, of course, down in Cabo on the uh, Crossroads Comedy Yacht, enjoying oh, the sun uh, and the sand. Uh, so... We look forward to their return and their thoughts on this episode in the coming week. All right, before we get started on our thoughts on the episode, I want to mention that Crossroads Comedy Theater doesn't just do podcasts, we do live shows. We just finished up a run last weekend. We've got another one coming up August 13th through the 15th in Philadelphia, a city of brotherly love. We are going to be doing some live shows, presuming or assuming, I'm never sure which, Maybe both. Uh, that there's no longer, there's not going to be another shutdown. <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know, cross your fingers. Uh, get vaccinated, you sons of bitches. Seriously. <laughs> For real. I mean. Get vaccinated. Like I'm, uh, like the French president, uh, uh, Macron, had said, like he, he released that thing, like, I'm sick of punishing ourselves <laughs> for for these idiots uh i'm paraphrasing uh the, the french but that's my translation of it at least uh get vaccinated if you are physically able to do so get the shot take the shot for the love of god uh this is this is ridiculous that at some point in the united states they have to just say you know what if you're not vaccinated you can't go see shows exactly you can't go play ball you can't do anything you stay home i'm tired of staying home so no shutdown shut them down all right. All that to say, we got shows coming up, maybe. <laughs> uh, but the podcasts that we do are virtual, so those will continue regardless, uh, as is the case today. Because I'm in Indianapolis, Keen is in Philly, and we continue even though the rest of us are down in Cabo San Lucas. All right, Keen, Season 5, Episode 5, and The Firm had two partners. What are your first impressions? Man, uh, this was... And I, I feel bad because I, I feel like I always pronounce mispronounce the second name, but uh, Nyambi Nyambi fucking yeah. killed this episode, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. It was like there's all like throughout the season, it's always like a certain J episode here or there, but like this was just yeah, I, like I felt this dude, like like him investigating, and like at first one of the first things I saw as I was watching, I'm like, oh my man got PTSD. He's like putting himself back there, mm-hmm. and then. When he like when he sat down on the thing and it just opened up and I was like, they just left on there, yeah, literally to die the pit and I was just like, wow, dude. And um, it's it was this episode was kind of he- heavier than I thought it would be at the start. Yeah. Yep. Um, real real serious topic that I'm I wouldn't be surprised that more things are like more things like this are definitely happening behind the scenes and oh, i don't know if it's sure. like national news yet but yeah for sure shit like this is happening um yeah. i i loved um i love the reveal i'm not gonna talk i'm not gonna say what the real reveal was yet but the reveal and that was really well done um and i do i did like uh as much as it's annoying to deal with a person like that but for someone to be like look this is what i believe and i'm holding true to it he uh kurt is a goddamn cowboy like <laughs> yeah. wow he's like yo you're facing 20 years who did it can't say like, <laughs> what mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. like him holding like literally like a cowboy holding to his guns amazing 
mm-hmm. overall great episode I, I think this is a great episode it wasn't a filler uh i kind of missed the i missed the levity of the nine and three fourths but it wouldn't have fit here yeah it, this was too heavy two of the biggest obviously the hugest things that happened to our country um in the middle of the past year front and center on this episode really well done the uh just so good the writing was amazing this episode yeah i agree with all that so much so that your final thoughts there on your first impression lead into my immediate thoughts which was uh yeah i did miss the levity of the of wackner's court uh but it, yeah it absolutely did not fit here uh having those two huge events which are still going on as you know as i ranted briefly at the top uh I, and now they're kind of doing the insurrection committee. Like there's still, there's so much just being drawn out. And then such a revisionist history of shit like weeks ago, months ago that, that people on the Republican party are doing right now. Like the insurrection, ah, it's just, you know, yeah, they loved each other. They were, they were patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit just happened. We all saw it on TV live. Uh, and if we didn't, it's still, the video's there. Internet yep. exists. So all these things are still going on. So it absolutely fit that it was just these two things getting their storylines. And as far as um, Jay getting his, yeah, there's a Jay episode here or there, like you said, but this was, this was a fucking Jay episode. <laughs> and and such a great episode because I saw on Instagram, uh, Nyambi's uh, Instagram, that he talked about like the Jay to beat all Jay episodes is coming, something like that. And mm. sure as hell, sure as hell was. Uh, and so heavy because you're right there there is so much of that stuff that is that did happen and is still going on because the the nurse uh dr debbie or something i think it was yeah. um there were a bunch of those dr debbies out there that were kind of breaking the uh just, tr- just trying to get the news out because the everything was just being covered so so quickly and you know, death after people things, you know, things are piling up, like people that were in there on the ground saying like, this is what's going on. Uh, black and brown people are being like shoved aside in favor. And and you saw it and you still see it that they are disproportionately if impacted by um, COVID and disease in general. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a rough, rough episode, but a very, very good one um, to say the least. Ooh. All right. Uh, so let's start with the, the lighter of the two, and that is the insurrection. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's wild to think about. Yeah, it definitely is the lighter. Yeah. You well, you had Starkey in there and you had birds uh dropping dead. So there's love, some things you got. I love the switch. I love the switch on that because like the 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 gag or the running joke of it is like you're in the office constantly. <laughs> yeah. And then the fact like, yeah, we're outside, they're trying to clean it, and then uh, uh, that's like, mm-hmm. so you still get the effect of being in her office. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering how much of that is just a sort of uh, fun device and how much of it might be a, a kind of story device because they are getting closer to more closer to the danger kind of thing. Like the birds, they were kind of, they were on the outside maybe. and now they're on the, now they're on the outside with, with the danger. I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe, but like, I, I view it definitely more of a character thing where it's like, She's annoying. Like the fact that they've been dealing with each other for what now in this world, in their world, like at least three years at this point, Yeah. like every, every couple of months we got to, they got to deal with her. Um, and the fact that like, I think that's just part of her aesthetic now. It's like a thing they have to keep doing. So yeah. like 
that's why they changed it up. Like, well, I'm higher up. It's a different office. Da, da, da. Still happening. We tried this. We tried that. So, and we know the Kings love a good running gag. So mm-hmm. they can keep it going. They'll keep it going. Yeah. And she does say, like, thanks for meeting me out here. They're cleaning the windows because uh, we're still dealing with the bird problem. <laughs> uh, also, this is the first episode where I did not like Starkey. Uh, particular, really? Particularly in, well, in one moment in particular, and that is when mm-hmm. she confronts Diane in the office and is running around the office just airing all the business. Yeah. Like, that is, that's pretty fucked up. First of all, she's told, the, okay, I'm not the lawyer, get out. Well, you're our wife, you know, I'm going to go into it anyway. And then she doesn't take no for an answer multiple times and then proceeds to follow her around the office. Again, just saying all of this shit, like, that's, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, Diane handled her at the uh, at the end. Oh there. yeah, <laughs> but still, sure. it was it was oddly unprofessional for. Not actually, she's she, those moments are kind of building up, like her at the funeral, yeah. uh, her doing this um, here. So that it's not too out of character, but it was the first time that it really put me off. I guess the the thing like on that on that uh, part of it, the thing that irks me the most is after knowing that you are not she's not the lawyer at that point you're badgering a a wife you're badgering (laughs) a loved one Mm -hmm. of a suspect you can't do that like yeah it's harassment yeah literally like and you're dealing with a a, a top-notch lawyer at that yeah i know what you're doing right now you're a Mm -hmm. scare tactic you're harassing the fuck out of me and like you try to scare my um my receptionist by saying i'm a federal agent i'm allowed to do this (laughs) no don't bother me i said no leave me alone and she just kept going Mm -hmm harassment someone like me yeah. a federal agent <laughs> uh it's still funny but hated her in the moment it was pretty <laughs> fucked up um yeah then there's what else is going on here uh she has the evidence of the bullets and mm-hmm. the zip ties uh oh it's got initials on here and kurt's just like you idiots <laughs> you kidding me? why don't you just ask when kurt kurt does his little thing when he's annoyed he'll look you dead in the eye and kind of like suck his teeth like just like the reason why it has that like because like it's so obvious to him she's like all right let me teach these dummies real quick look here's why and then the other thing that caught me off guard a little bit when when they presented that is like i i i I don't get it but i heard like people like mark like bullets for like this is who it's meant for but with a buckshot that's dumb because a buckshot literally spreads, so you're yeah. not even. What's the point of that? And then the zip ties. It was beautiful. It was like, yeah, that's not strong enough for a human. It's not big enough for a human. So, mm-hmm. what are the fuck are you talking about? Um, whenever you can smack down someone's dumb excuse with like pure logic, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And Julius is. Uh, well, uh, I guess this is where my lack of hunting expertise uh, comes to you know bite me in the ass. And then he says, like, feel free to tell me anything else that would be helpful and he's like and kurt's here is like just ask me questions <laughs> like i ain't telling you anything like i've established that i'm not opening my mouth he's like just ask me questions that's a great line that's a great line like i'm not just gonna spill the beans yeah if you want something you want to know something ask me it's yeah so good mm-hmm. uh then she has the evidence quote uh evidence of the manifesto uh, which again doesn't turn out to be Kurtz. Uh, but before we even get to that, we have um, Julius, who's like, "Well, there were other people there, right? Other people could have seen or heard that can um, 
you know, you don't have to name anybody. They can come to your to your aid. And apparently he went to everybody and they were like, nope, 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 nope. It's pretty fucked up uh, that pretty they would up. allow this guy, uh, Kurt, to take the fall for th- something they know is not true. Um, and then he goes to that woman at the at the gun range. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, all I can see is my daughter and me and her without me. So shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, and after she tells him, no, I won't help you avoid going to prison, she's like, why don't you stick around? Take a few shots with me. <laughs> He's like, no. uh, fuck off, lady. <laughs> yeah. Quick side uh, note, uh, their use of fuck in this episode, mm. amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially with fucking, I know we're not in that, on that right now, but when Resource has a question, Oh yeah, it's from uh, none of your fucking business. <laughs> the land so of none good. of your fucking business. Yeah, yeah. Liz has a couple within within this episode. Oh, so um, good. And Diane in this uh, within this thread when she goes after Marissa tells Kurt to find that woman, uh, mm-hmm. she gets the info. She goes and just gets in the car like it's an Uber, <laughs> and is like, "Look, bitch, here's the deal." <laughs> Uh, and she's like, I didn't do anything. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I need Molly for her a good brother. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so good. Uh, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Um, because here's the letter. I know it's yours, which matches perfectly this speech that you gave for the NRA or something like that. And you wouldn't want this getting into all of your, you know, wine clubs and gymboree clubs and everything mm. else now, would you? And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you just basically cut to Kurt and Diane celebrating. Watch oh. my back. I watch yours. Like, how amazing to learn that they have a whole house. They were in the, <laughs> the kitchen, I think. Yeah. That was great. Because that looks like that's <laughs> just, just all the they bedroom, got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the bedroom and the uh, living room there. They have other exactly. things. It's not like an efficiency apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else within this thread? Because here's the deal. It's just me and you, King. And I've said this before, and I've shot myself in the foot afterwards, but this could be a pretty quick episode. It could be. I and mean, I have no problem with that. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything? Uh, um, I, I like this this episode because it showed a thing or a theme i think in this show where i think we haven't said this name in a long time christiva i was gonna say it later (laughs) i think christiva tried to do this but didn't couldn't follow through i think a lot of their big bads have the same mo we'll we'll make you think we're going after this but really once we go after this, we'll pull we'll pull the curtain back and our prize is back here. And I think that's the case because remember because I still remember how this uh, obviously is the same this season, but I think all this came from connected to Rivi because of the of the um, uh, Reddick Lockhart files that was in her thing. Like, oh, look at what we found in this. Mm-hmm. So the little cat and mouse that like their big bads use is like okay no we really want this psych we actually want this thing so and yeah. it ha- obviously it happens in the in, in the other thread but it's um it's really good writing to like <laughs> yeah just pull the wool over your eye just dupe you yeah. um yeah really good uh and we didn't mention this i should have mentioned this at the top but our podcast 
Paramount uh, Plus has renewed our podcast for a sixth season. Uh, of course, that's really the um, re-upping of The Good Fight on on Paramount Plus for a sixth season. But there were some questions, like as we were going through this with uh, Adrian leaving, with Luca mm. leaving, like, is this going to be the last season? And it's not. I think we're back. I think one's up. One thing. One. Excuse me. One. Uh, I think it's great that, that another season's happening. Two, because um, as we learned on um, Oh Snap, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, <laughs> uh, the bug is spreading, and the mm-hmm. good one, not the bad one, the good one, <laughs> and people finding out how good the good fight is. So, like, yeah. it's amazing that more people are starting to watch it, and those people will need somewhere to to listen. People talk about it, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, and uh, something connected to um, uh, locking up a black podcast, another podcast on, <laughs> on this on this channel, um, is that wrestling? What they sh- what they usually or what they used to do is when you got like big stars and they like get too big or they retire, or they leave. You supposed to build up new stars in the wings waiting. Mm-hmm. And Moyo is a fucking future superstar. Yeah, the character, the actress. Yep. Jay's been a star, and hopefully they actually he fulfills and does more. Um, so I love the fact that there's more room to grow and for more characters to like develop and grow. So I'm very excited. Yeah, that's a good point. Like this season, knowing that there's a sixth season, this is that rebuilding, their rebuilding mm-hmm. phase. Uh, and not just a a very good rebuilding phase, and not like a you know, a, a ball club. Uh, not like the Phillies or something where it's exactly. a rebuilding phase and they're 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 having a losing season. You know, and you expect that because of that. But this is a they're gonna have a winning season and rebuild at the same time. So yep. it's looking pretty pretty good. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back for a sixth season. And the best part about that is it'll be like a year from now, not like three days after we're done oh, recording. <laughs> We're going to breathe. We can actually watch other TV shows. It'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk about what we're gonna we're gonna do with that. Um, but it'll be nice to not do anything for a little while. Um, all right. So let's move over to the the case uh, slash Jay uh, Jay's flashbacks to his COVID days, uh, which apparently aren't over for him. Uh, he's having those uh, long haul symptoms, uh, such as the hallucinations, I guess. Uh, so Oscar Rivi, great character. Oh, <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Uh, and honestly, I will, I will also say as much as I don't like him, racehorse, great character. Oh, great. What a scumbag, great. but great character. <laughs> he's a shit. He's a- <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a complete piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but the thing with him and, uh, I loved him when he was, uh, in, uh, he was this other stuff, but the one thing I remember him was in um, shit. Was he in Cold Case? He might have been on Cold Case. Um, and he also was in um, Law and Order. He's the perfect blend. <laughs> He's got a type, right? <laughs> He's the perfect blend of good looks and like a charm. Yeah, a charm that like if he's a good guy, it's like oh I love that kid. Oh he's a great. But if he's a bad guy, it's like oh I fucking hate this guy. So the fact that he's able to, to flex his like evil bones a little bit was really really cool. Yeah, it's um, like if a uh, Don Draper was a car salesman. I could yeah I see that. <laughs> I could see you yeah 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 great character hate his guts um, but yeah he's and racehorse where does that even come from? 
They don't they don't really say it because it's Ricardo. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Like the cowboy boots might have been a thing, or <laughs> another thing, I swear to God, yo, can we have a security guard on this floor, please? Because like <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of them walking in and some random person is just in their office or in their boardroom. Right. Get your fucking feet off my table, bro. I don't yeah. know who you are. I don't know where they came from. Get your like respect, please. You got Starkey in the office. You have a uh, racehorse in Carmen's office. You got Adrian getting shot. You got fights breaking out. Come on. What is going on, guys? Yeah. Come on. Terrible. Uh, yeah, and the only cameras they seem to have around are the ones they put on the table for depositions. <laughs> which That's you can it. just pick up and smash. <laughs> which, Oops. Which he does. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... Throughout this thread, Jay is having flashbacks to his stay at Harbor Hospital, um, essentially in the pit where they were sending people to die. Uh, the, 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 the pit was uh, as, what's his face, uh, Bernard, Dr. Bernard, or maybe that's his first name, was saying where they sent patients for overflow. He didn't get into whether or not race, or he denied race had any kind of factor in it. They all, of course, <laughs> everyone at the yeah. hospital, of course, did. Um, but it was for overflow, uh, people that I guess didn't quite have a shot or didn't quite have the money, which which also comes out because there's a call. Jay gets a call uh, on his behalf saying, like, get him out of the pit, get him a room, treat him like a human being. Uh, and uh, there's no equipment in there. There's a, the the, the high, most high-tech equipment in that room, it seemed, was the dry erase board. Which uh, was insane to me. Yeah. And they were keeping track of who was in there and how they were reclassifying deaths. Uh, and the gist from what I could tell was that they were reclassifying COVID deaths among uh, people in that room as some of them, or at least 67 of them, something like that, as uh, pneumonia, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to to COVID deaths um, to kind of cook their numbers, I guess, or how, how things are reported, uh, which, yeah, pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, and that's where we, we meet, uh, Woody. That's yeah, where, that was, uh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. That was cool to see how Frederick Douglass got that face. It was cool. Like that. Cause like, if you think about like in that quick, like uh segment or not, yeah, the little like clip part of like season one, we only saw Jay in a room. So you thought he was good the whole time. We never, never knew until this episode, obviously. Um, because then when he when he sat down and he saw that stain and then the the way that it like I love the way that they did this whole like it sounds crazy when I say it. I love the way that they did the pit because like the first thing was the beep. You he kept hearing the beep mm -hmm. and like I, I this whole episode I loved how like they put us with we felt and saw what the characters saw. Like real quick side note, we'll get to it, but like when um Rivy's wife was walking through the office silence mm -hmm. didn't hear anything until it switched yeah. from her perspective beautiful but when when uh when they when he walked in and like he was like oh wow was that his room and then it was like okay it's his room and then you see uh you see woody and you're like okay maybe there's like a curtain there's no fucking curtain he's right next to him nothing and every time he goes back you see like a corner of the bed you yeah. see another bed and then the final pullout shot, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Like I have tears like welling. Like it was, mm -hmm. that was wild. People wild packed to even, in that room. 
Oh, and just left. Terrible. And just yeah. left there. Because uh, they, they bring up with Bernard, like, so Woody had to be resuscitated twice, and you still put him in that in that room, which didn't have any equipment, none whatsoever. It's a fucking break room with a couple vending machines, which are uh, unstocked. <laughs> like, they don't even have any snacks in there. There's nothing. Not even the vending machines are, are um, have anything for these people. Nothing. Um, now, the, the whole reason this case comes about is because... Rivy is suing Harbor Hospital for the death of his wrongful wrongful death of his daughter, um, Pia, and it comes out through this like, no man, she wasn't put in the pit. You know, it had not at least for that one person, it didn't have anything to do with her race. In fact, it was his um, influence. Yeah, his his influence. <laughs> I'm trying to dance around it because um, uh, he may punch me dead in the face. Uh, his yeah his influence that kept her out of the pit because they were like we were terrified if anything should happen to her and in fact we are terrified still to this day of what could happen and what he might he might do uh so yeah pretty uh i mean that's the that's the case that's the the general case um and it looks like it's all going well and then uh there's a settlement offer on the table you see uh isabel uh we learn from we learn about her uh, that she can read lips, uh, and she is using it like that Seinfeld episode <laughs> um, for for her own personal gain. And uh, she lets them know, like, there's going to be a $5 million settlement on the table. Um, oh, by the way, your associates insulted us Yeesh. to our faces. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was pretty great, too. Like, Liz, did one of you refer to so-and-so uh, with a racial slur? And they just kind of look at each other and it's like, get the fuck out. All you pack up, go see ya. Um, and Isabel doesn't want Carmen on the case herself. And Rivy was like, no, stop. And she's like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm taking care of things. So Liz is like, and this is the other thing that surprised me is Liz was like, oh no, she's very resourceful. She can do it. So there's some general respect there, but there's also probably a, a, an element of Liz not wanting to be. Oh, on this yeah. case, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and because, like, yeah, because Rivi loves loves Moya, right? Or loves Carmen right now. Um, like he, she saved his life, so of course he's gonna love her. Um, and that we found out, uh, Mrs. Rivi, being the businesswoman that she is, she was yeah. like, hey. She's cool and all, but I want the best of the best on this one. So, like, that's yeah. your name. This is money. Yeah. Come help. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does our business mean anything to you? Yeah, of course it does. Well, here's what happened. Fix it. <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, just cutting right to the the end there, that was that is maybe one of my favorite scenes of this season. And one of my top ten favorite scenes, I think, of this series so far is when Racehorse gets the shit kicked out of him. And really doesn't do anything to prevent it. He does everything to instigate it. Nothing to oh, yeah. prevent it. Doesn't put up his hands. Doesn't try to block anything. Um, so he gets exactly what he wants out of this uh, interaction. Uh, and I'm fairly certain. I'm not a lip reader. But uh, upon rewatching, it looks like he looks right at Isabel. He doesn't ask her a question. It looks like he says, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Okay. Um and that moment when he like looks into the the camera, so it's a really great acting moment for uh, this dude who is apparently on every legal drama. 
uh, <laughs> that he can get a get his foot into, uh, and as a, as a character too, uh, because he does. He he he's, he says like it's over for you, Rivy. Uh, we're not coming for you. We're coming for your wife. And Rivy's not hearing any of that. He's like, tell me he'll be dead in a week. <laughs> <laughs> he said he'll be dead in a week. Oh, no, his mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just every oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's now that now that you bring that up, it's this part of it is so thick with like obviously the the Jay's COVID stuff, and then with like Rivy, also Carmen in way in way over her head, mm-hmm. and I love the the little heart to heart she had with Liz. Yeah, she was just like, look, it might look like I know what's going on. <laughs> I need your fucking help. She's like, yeah, yeah I know. Just ask. Mm-hmm. Need help? Ask. Yeah. I'm here for you. So, just like, uh, just like Kurt in the other thread. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to tell you everything. You have to ask questions. So, yeah, some little, little parallels there for sure. Uh, yeah, Liz is. Uh, Liz was pretty kind in that moment. Um, like I was just like you. Thought I knew it all. <laughs> thought I knew it all. Shit's different. Uh, yeah, Carmen is. Carmen's getting a little shook. Talked about it in a couple episodes ago, but there's definitely some some shookness. Mm-hmm. happening now especially when your client beats the shit out of the other lawyer a foot away from you but i mean as many people we've seen on this series that need to get their ass whooped it was beautiful finally seeing it come to fruition yeah and like oh it's another part of this that like i, I want to go back to real quick yeah, sure me. um uh, another writing device i love that law and order did this a lot too where like They'll be like, oh, man, we, we got to prove this. How can we prove it? Oh, this one person could help us tremendously. Where's that one person? Oh, they're dead. And it's like, <laughs> ah! So, like, the disrespect that Resource had, one for the dead, to be like, yeah. oh, it's be easy to question her. I'm like, oh, you piece of shit. Yeah. You, mm. And then, like, I hate, I hate when people have to, it's a hearsay thing, when a person literally can't defend themselves. It's just like, I don't like it, but it's a good writing tool. It's like a good writing technique. Like, oh, there it is. Nope. Another, another, um, uh, what's the word? Another obstacle we got to get over. Um, so that was cool for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you're right. He, he did want to get his ass whooped just to prove a point. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't even leave it in at that, in that moment. He, he acts like he's talking to the empty chair, like Clint Eastwood at the mm-hmm. Republican convention several mm-hmm. years ago, uh, where, uh, he's like, hey, I heard they had to hire a lot of bad doctors uh, because of, you know, COVID staff was overwhelmed. Were you one of them? <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm, para- I'm paraphrasing, but uh, that, that was the gist of what he was getting at. And mm-hmm. he also argued throughout that uh, thread that uh, she was an attention-seeking person, which was kind of backed up a little bit, to be mm-hmm. fair. Uh, the one uh, doctor or nurse, I wasn't sure which, uh, was like, you know, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but yeah, she loves social media. <laughs> and sometimes we couldn't even get her to do her job or we couldn't find her because she was, you know, recording a, uh, uh, a nurse challenge dance video or something like that. So yeah, there was definitely some getting the, the word out and spreading of, um, the truth of what was happening on the ground. But there was also like 12 bad pants <laughs> kinds of shit that she was doing <laughs> when she probably could have been helping to save a life. Um, yeah, little that, bit of that. that's a that's a thing that's been going that's in the world right now too. Of like, that's cool, but then they're like, all right, well, aren't you aren't you guys at work? But on the other side of the coin, like, yeah, we're fucking stressed. You understand <clears throat> the the like how much is going on? Yeah. So yeah, it's 
it's it's levels to all of us. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if there was anything else within this thread that came up. Um, well, real, yeah, there was the good. I was gonna say real quick. Um, hopefully, it sucks that like I love that his character's going through it, but like it sucks because like that it's wild how like that's still there might be a few people in the world right now still dealing with hallucinations and shit, which is terrifying. But now, now that they showed how Frederick Douglass got his face. I want to see how Karl Marx got his or yeah. why he thought of Karl Marx. Yeah. And then how Jesus got his face and why <laughs> he thought of that person. So it's more unraveling to it. And I hope it like eventually comes at the end of the season, but I, I'm interested to see what happens or what yeah. happened to, for him to think of those people. I'll bet there are other people in the room, doctors, nurses, if we ever even see it. Uh, that's probably yeah. what's what's going on there. Um, <clears throat> one small thing before we wrap up this thread uh, is, again, how annoyed I am that we're still going through this. Uh, and, and, and and that's a luxury to me, to just generally be annoyed at what's what's going on. But with all of these episodes and seasons that we've covered, we were always looking back. We were always looking back on... Uh, uh, an event or an yeah. era within the good fight that they were that they were covering, uh, and now we are like we're still going through COVID. We're still it's, it's still happening, and they they tend to record uh, or film their episodes so you uh, are kind of still in the midst of some things, but not quite like we are with with COVID and have been. Uh, there was the general pr- Trump uh, presidency stuff, of course, that was overhanging everything. But as far as like mm-hmm. events, event general world events go. To, to still be going through this because people refuse to get vaccinated uh, or don't have access to vaccines outside the United States um, is, yeah, annoying to say the least for me, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucked up. Uh, and if you are, again, if you are physically able to do so, get a vaccine, end this shit. Please. Uh, and the call, uh, we got a call to get him, get him a room, to get him out of here. Uh, talking about Jay, and Jay goes on the hunt, like, who was my benefactor? Who who made that call? I thought for sure it was going to be Adrian. I, I thought for sure it was going to be Adrian. Whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to Liz, uh, yeah, I got a call. So, was that you? Um, no. I had no, she's like, no, I didn't know how bad you were. Um, maybe your sister's. She's like, yeah, sure, maybe my sister's. Goes to, I think, Diane, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Diane's like, no, I, I didn't, I didn't do it. And David Lee's like, why Jay, didn't you? I would, <laughs> I would have if I've known. What? No. <laughs> Who, me? Um, why the fuck aren't you asking me? <laughs> I make calls all the time. Shut up, David Lee. Um, uh, and he's like, it was a pure business decision. I know everybody there. That's what I did. I made the call. Um, don't hug me. The moment has passed. Like, fuck off, dude. Uh, and Woody uh, slash Perfect. Frederick Douglass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what, I think it was Jay who says, uh, does it matter if my um, benefactor is an asshole? Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and, oh, here, does it mean less when your patron is an asshole? And um, Frederick Douglass is like, you're alive. I'm not. So yeah. that is both yes and no. Uh, so, yeah, damn. Uh, one question I have is, because my internet searching didn't quite present an answer, was what is the connection between Frederick Douglass? Uh, why did he, why did he hit, because it seemed like there was a connection between Frederick Douglass and the singing. 
because when because the song or the person he was um singing was fantastic negrito uh mm-hmm. and like quick searches like there seemed to be some link between frederick Douglass and fantastic negrito um just in terms of lyrics or composition anything i wish i could answer that i feel like uh liz I didn't know how bad we were. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm pretty sure there's something like really, really fucking minute. I know it's yeah. like super small, but yeah, it's definitely something there. Yeah, that was the only thing I could find is some like small link between the song that he was singing and Jay imprinting Frederick Douglass on top of him. I don't know. Maybe it's nothing. Uh, and because internet searches can do that. Uh, all right. Anything else within this thread? Um, I loved this, this, uh, this episode might make me watch evil for the pure (laughs) fact that it was such, uh, maybe surreal and kind of, and a a creepy way fun to like go on the hunt with Jay for him to be like, all right, what's real? Did this happen? And the fact that these lazy pieces of shit just stashed that uh dry erase board and when he saw it and the way the 37 was imprinted Ooh, yeah. like yeah uh it was real that really fucking happened mm-hmm. like yeah oof. yeah uh thank you for going back to that it's one moment i forgot uh is when he's talking to carmen and she's like so you don't know if these are memories or if they are hallucinations uh you were in a coma that's the other thing it's like he was in a coma or, or they were all in comas at, at times in this in the pit, uh, and the staff didn't realize that they could still hear and understand what was what was going on, and, and sometimes even see some things. Uh, so when he goes on that hunt and does find that dry erase board, I thought for sure completely blank. But the fact that they had that imprint, like you said, uh, was like oh, it's like putting his fingers in the uh, the holes of the stigmata. Like it was real, mm-hmm. it, it happened. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of really strong moments throughout this episode. And just, again, such a great Nyambi slash J episode all around. Loved it. Loved it. Heavy topics, but loved it. Um, anything more on the insurrection? Mm. Something may come up within winners and losers, which we're about to hit. Yeah, probably. But yeah, okay. no, I, I got nothing right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hit those winners and losers then. Who is your loser for and the firm had two partners? Um originally it was gonna be racehorse, but him getting his ass whooped helps his cause, so that's not really a loss, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go with um uh Miss uh, NRA slash PTA. Uh <laughs> because yeah. like how sleazy are you? I will not save your life, but could you like hang out with me? Ew, shut up. <laughs> right. Get out of here. Terrible. I, uh, yeah, I am going to go with, this is the all encompassing, um, everyone in the pit. Yeah. Uh, everyone's the, the, that was shoved into that room and left to die. Uh, who, who didn't get a phone call. We didn't have somebody somewhere that could, you know, call up and say, hey, um, can we get this person uh, a chance at life? Uh, so, yeah. And loser by extension, Woody, uh, our Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. And uh, side loser, uh, I guess it's Jay 
still dealing with all that shit. Um, I also had Racehorse for those reasons. Uh, and the last side loser uh, is Rivy because he gave Racehorse exactly what he wanted. He lost his daughter. He thought it was because of this or that. And they were like, no, you scared the fuck out of us. It was everything but what you think it was. Yep. It was just, that's just how bad COVID does not discriminate. Um, so, yeah. Any side losers on your end? Um, I'll go with Starkey for oh yeah, being so damn overly dramatic and <laughs> and um and desperate all the time. Yep. Every time it's just like, do your job. You don't got to do all this extra shit. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I meant to say earlier. I fully expect this isn't this isn't my side lock for the next episode, but I fully expect before the end of the season, Starkey to show up with Christiva. For some Ooh. reason, somehow, the two of them... Uh, I can't really see Kristeva doing anything to prosecute anybody for the insurrection. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it seems like he probably would have been there himself. Um, but something, somehow, him kind of getting pulled into something with this firm uh, and showing up with, with Starkey. I think that could be a, a gruesome twosome. All right, and winner. Uh, initially, it was going to be Jay, but Jay... As a character, that was that's heavy, and he's still going through it. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that like <clears throat> he's still remembering shit. Uh, but I'm gonna go with uh, Nyambi Nyambi as yeah. the winner because like when when he when he displays bewilderment and not being sure, I feel it every time. Like the yeah. facial expressions, like when like when it goes back to him like being in the bed, it's like hold on to me, hold on to me, and mm -hmm. he starts singing the song to kind of bring him back. And they had to like, like that that old saying, "You won't get out of my dead cold hands." Happened. Like they had mm -hmm. to like fight to get his hand away from Woody's, which was terrible. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Nyambi definitely like won this episode. Uh, yeah, and that I'm not even gonna change mine. That is, uh, I'll, I'll match that with Nyambi as the uh, the winner of the episode uh, for all the reasons previously stated. Uh, any side winners? Um, Rivy. Uh, if not Rivy, I I gotta go. No, no, I'm sorry, um, Mrs. Rivy, because I <laughs> I love. Have we had a death related case on this uh, series yet? We might have I... seen someone use like sign language, but like the fact that like, I think she's gonna be a pivotal person for this season. Yeah, and the fact that like she's a boss, and her it. She's very, very cool, interesting. So I want to see her run the business. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I would, I would throw her up as a, a side winner. Uh, Isabel Rivy. Mm -hmm. uh, not positive of the last name. Maybe she didn't take the uh, the Rivy name, but um, maybe they said it. I don't remember. In any case, yeah, definite side winner. Uh, and also Racehorse uh, came yeah. in uh, pretty strong character out of the out of the gates, so to speak. <laughs> um, and uh, did exactly what he wanted to do. And exactly what Liz said was going to happen. Because uh, Liz even... Where is it? Uh, hang on one second. Uh, Liz says to Carmen, um, after they have their heart-to-heart, -heart and says that... Um, after Rivi... Or no, what's his face? After Racehorse visits Carmen in her cubicle area and tells him exactly... Tells her exactly what he's going to do. I'm going to put him on the stand. Um... You know, ask him about this or that or the other thing. Uh, so just so you're aware. And then she's like, gulp. 
and then she runs to Liz. They have their heart to heart. <clears throat> and then she kind of sits Carmen down and says, uh, if Racehorse does depose him, we'll find a way to punish him. And my guess is Rivy will too. <laughs> and he, uh, he sure did. Called it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Racehorse got exactly what he wanted, questioned about the business, and then pushed and pushed and pushed and got his ass kicked and did nothing to prevent it. It was like uh, Chase Utley up the bat. Uh, mm-hmm. when the ball coming, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was he leaning into it. the punches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty, pretty great character, uh, which I want to see in a hospital bed, um, uh, <laughs> next, next episode. Um, I'll be wheeling him in too. He'll have the neck thing. He'll definitely have a neck brace. <laughs> yeah. You know he's having yeah. a fucking neck brace. Yeah. They'll cut to the, uh, moments after, and he kind of stands up and pulls one out of his briefcase. Um, Yeah. All right, so that is our overall episode um, covering the threads as well as our winners and losers. We're going to shift now to a quick discussion of locks for the next episode. Uh, and looking at last week, which I missed, we had Jack. Uh, Dell Cooper's team will be filming 9 and 3 quarters court for a TV show on 0.73. I'm not sure so what that many, means. So many. <laughs> so um, I think. If I remember right, um, in the, the previous episode, uh, Wayne Brady's character has like a streaming service. So at the end, Del Cooper, yeah, yeah, they had the uh, they had the uh, the elevator scene again, where all three people got on and they started just talking. So I think Jack was saying right. like yeah, they struck elevator. a deal. There's so many nine to three fourths court related locks, and mm-hmm. none of them came through. So because mine <laughs> yeah. was. If I remember right, uh, Carmen debuts there and yep. like has like a, a, um, a case and nope. Yep. Uh, Tia, Liz is suspended and goes out for drinks again. He is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Tia loves the drink locks. Man. Uh, and Molly, Kurt and Diane separate. Which got a .666 <laughs> on the, uh, the evil scale. Um, and I did not submit one. All I did was mention in my email to Molly, uh, cause my previous side lock was Carmen shook. And that, that was on episode four. Um, when everybody was, I think that was the hide everything episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I don't know. I don't remember how many points it was at this, uh, at this moment, but I'll easily let it go. Um, anything for the next episode? From you, I didn't get anything from anybody. But if they get them in, we'll uh, we'll throw them in. Um, is there anything? I think it's so tough because, like, I don't know about you, but this episode kind of blindsided me, dude. Like, yeah, I, I like I feel like there's like a trajectory sometimes, and all of a sudden, just nope, whatever you thought was <laughs> happening, yeah, no sir. Um, I I don't think I do. You have one because I don't think I have one. I have one. Okay. And that is Racehorse. Uh, Ricardo Racehorse Diaz sues Rivy and Reddick Lockhart and Associates. Mm. He brings suit against okay. them for uh, getting the shit kicked out of him <laughs> in their offices by Rivy. I'm going to give that. Uh... He's the type that would do it. Here's the thing. I'm gonna give that a seven or yeah, point seven or whatever, yeah. because I think, I think 
yes, he would do that, but he's going to use that to get something bigger. Sure. He'll use that as like a threat. So yes, but no. So yeah, so I'm going to give a 0.7. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're going to go lockless? No, I'm sorry. I, my lock is they're going to go over under. No, I'm not over under. I think they're going to use the, use fuck at least five times next episode. <laughs> That'll be fun counting. Because they were heavy today. Yeah. Maybe three or four, but I'm, I'm going to go with five uses of fuck. No, actually, yeah, it was like seven or eight because Rivi said fuck a bunch of times in Spanish. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah I'm going to go with uh, over at least five times someone mm-hmm. says fuck in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then that will uh, that will do it because there's nothing to really discuss on the general locks, locks board at the moment. Um, but we got, I think you got points, right? You got points. I got bit. points. Yeah. Uh, so we got some people on the board, uh, and five episodes. So this is the halfway point. We got five episodes left to go. All right. Then that will do it for this episode. Overall, as a reminder, you can go to xroadscomedy.com for information on this podcast and the others, including the one that we mentioned. Oh, snap an MCU podcast and, uh, locking up a black pro wrestling podcast. Uh, more information on those and also our sh- or, uh, shows and classes that we do in Philly xwordscomedy.com uh, thank you Keen good time chatting as always uh, and everybody else hope you're enjoying your time down on the yacht and hope to see you back uh, with a full cast next week bye bye <laughs>